Empires and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! You guys wear a lot of spandex and live together. Are you gay? I have to laugh. <laughs> Whew! Ugh. All right, back to back to back upstairs. Oh, you're late. You're late for a very important make. You didn't poop or shit or crap. You're late. You're late. You're late. What the fuck is happening? Boy. Look at that. Here we are again. Rick and Morty forever. Rick and Morty adventures. 100 years. Rick and Morty. <laughs> 100 years, but in this case, we have to wait 20 days, and I don't like it. Yep. Super lame. But you know what's not super lame is that this is, once again, Two Broke Geeks, and I'm Matt. I'm Justin. And actually, we might be super lame. Who knows? I don't know. I Maybe. think we're not. <laughs> we are super cool. We are the coolest guys we know. We do so uh-huh. many cool things. People are jealous of us. Mm-hmm. No matter what my mom says. <laughs> Probably true. Probably true. Um, yeah. So, uh, what did I just do? Holy shit. <laughs> oh, I thought I screwed up my... Um, turn up did you recording. Oh, I was gonna, did you no, I, no, thing? okay, no, no, I didn't. No, I didn't turn. Okay, I, I don't know what exactly I did there, but that was weird, and it's everything's fine. Okay, never mind, everybody, <laughs> ignore that part. <laughs> <laughs> just us, just going. What's happening? <laughs> yep, yep. Um. So yeah, uh, there's a little bit of news this week. Uh. Like we were just mentioning, there was no Rick and Morty, so we don't have that to talk about. Um, Supposedly, uh, I text you about this because I've been seeing it uh, going through Twitter, but I don't believe it uh, until I actually see it, that I mm-hmm. guess at some point this particular week, there's supposed to be a trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, and I've seen... I. I haven't seen that except for you told me about it, so I don't know. But I've also seen some people who were like, oh, now that they've pushed uh, Let There Be Carnage back again, which wasn't Marvel, obviously, it was Sony. But they're like, what if they push Spider-Man back too because of the Delta? And I'm like, ah, I don't think they're going to push Spider-Man back Um but yeah, that was one of the news this week is that they pushed Let There Be Carnage a couple weeks again. Yeah, now um, it's the now it's October 15th. Yeah, which whatever. Um I hope that at some point we get uh some sort of trailer because I've been waiting for it for a very long time. Someone's been posting and I I whole someone's been posting a bunch of someone's been leaking a lot of shit apparently. Uh, I was on like our page, our Twitter feed in the Spider-Man, looking up like Spider-Man No Way Home stuff. And a lot of people were posting like what is merchandise photos, especially for shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, again, I take it with a very huge grain of salt because who knows? Sure. But they seem pretty consistent with what is to expect with this film and a lot of Doctor Strange yeah, I've been expecting Doctor Strange to be in this movie. Yeah. Uh, especially ever since they released the hot toy of the new Spider-Man costume that looks like it has magic portals that come with it. Yeah, which is gross. Why yeah. Why can't they just have Spider-Man be Spider-Man and do Spider-Man things? I, I guess the defense that some people would put forth, and I can't disagree with them necessarily, is there are five other just Spider-Man movies, uh, even though three of them are pretty bad. So. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> Spider-Man has such, a, has such an interesting rogues gallery with a lot of potential of having just standalone 
uh, st- standalone villains uh, that I feel like I was I was okay with Mysterio sort of being labeled a like more of a stark villain again well like i was okay yeah, with that for a little bit i mean but... he, he wasn't he was i guess he only wasn't a stark villain because tony was dead at that point you know yeah but he still was considered a stark villain because of tony stark gave all the technology to peter mm-hmm. instead of him so it was more he was more against uh tony than anything Sure, yeah, but, that makes sense. But man, I just want them to just do a just straight up, no other heroes or no villains being attached to any other uh, heroes. Just like, I don't know, do a new Doc Ock story or even take a, le- a lesser character, like do a Scorpion bit. Just have like a full on, like he has to stop Scorpion because he's like, Trying to like, uh, like some company, sort of like what Norman Osborn did in the comics, where he tried to man, uh, manipulate to make his own Spider-Man, but accidentally made Scorpion. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I agree. I would rather see another uh, just Spider-Man movie, but uh, that's not what uh, that doesn't look like. What No Way Home is going to be? It looks like it's probably going to have Doctor Strange. There was another leak this week. Uh, from somewhere inside Marvel Television, in or well, supposedly uh, it was never verified, uh, but there was a supposed first look at what Moon Knight is going to look like in the Moon Knight TV series, and um, I dig it. It was pretty cool. Like I, I, I don't tend to like when things are leaked and we don't get an official production looking the best way it possibly can release. Uh, but it's pretty hard to avoid most of that these days. Like I've already seen what Supergirl looks like in the flash and and stuff like that. So honestly for us nerds, it's really is hard to escape any of that these days. Cause it's not Mm -hmm. even any more of a, Hey, if you want to see a photo of this, click what this is. It's just, here it is. Everyone gets people to see just it. sharing, yeah, yeah, and it just kind of ruins the fun of it, especially for those kind of films. A little bit, but yeah, uh, the Moon Knight costume is pretty cool. He didn't have his cape on, but a lot of capes get added digitally these days. Uh, Superman, Doctor Strange, Batman, all have had digital capes rather than physical capes for the most part. So. And I do like the fact that it kind of keeps more of the Egyptian kind of concept where he's more like a mummy it kind of has a mummy feel to it yeah he definitely looked more wrapped yeah than just like bodysuit necessarily so and so i'm i'm digging that yeah and it's oscar isaac who is really good so yeah so just give it to me now <laughs> yeah does that that one doesn't have a release date yet does it no not yet i didn't think so um, but if they're working on it, it's probably sometime next year. I yeah. bet. Uh, I'm trying. There was something involving another uh, one of the Marvel shows that was getting a lot of heat not too long ago. I think. Um. Uh. It was a uh, oh, it was a uh, for Miss Marvel that show because uh, an early mm. concept photo was leaked where it looks like they're changing her powers. And hmm. a lot of a lot of people were angry. It's like, why is Marvel changing her powers? Like, she's basically a female uh, Mister Fantastic uh, with yeah. like stretchy powers and can like change shapes and stuff. But now yep. it's like she might have telekinetic powers. Uh, I mean, hmm, interesting because. I I may have said this on the podcast before, or maybe it's just a Twitter post I made once, but stretchy is the lamest superpower. <laughs> like stretchy is dumb. Mr. Fantastic, dumb. Plastic Man, dumb. Uh, what is the other one? Uh, Miss Marvel, 
I mean, not to disparage Miss Marvel necessarily, but dumb. Like Stretchy is not a good superpower. She does have she does have another power uh, mm-hmm. attached to that, but it's like the one she uses the most is Stretchy. <laughs> Yeah, I I've never I've never liked stretchy as a power. So, I'm fine if they decide that they don't want the live action Miss Marvel to be stretchy. But I think of all the things you can do with stretchiness. I mean, um uh dudes automatically go to, oh, "I can stretch my dick and make that bigger." Well, I kind of went there but at the same time i was like oh no you could like break into oh, so many places like to like pressing your f- finger in a keyhole and, and like, see you took it to the super villain place i guess stretchy because i need a- money <laughs> yeah i know so i guess stretchy is a good superpower if you want to be the bad guy maybe? so so plastic man is not lame then <laughs> Well, yeah, no, Plastic Man's pretty lame. <laughs> um, you know what? Uh, so, since we're on DC, I most of this week, there hasn't been a, a lot of nerd-related stuff, but I've been reading, uh, especially today, I've been reading a lot of the DC apps. Uh, Batman, Tom King's run from Rebirth. Mm-hmm. So I just started the... I'm on like the second chapter of the the War of jo- of Jokes and Riddles. Okay, yep. And how far are you? Are you around there or I'm yeah, I'm on a, another quick break from comics, but uh I am in the War of Jokes and Riddles. Uh I, It's lame. Uh, it's not good, really. No, I read how many issues of that did I read? I read it. Did you get to the issue where uh, they go to uh, Bruce Wayne's house and Bruce Wayne has a meeting with them? And No, I haven't gotten that far yet. Okay. Um, I only read like the first two where... And this is the thing that kind of bugs me because this whole, this whole arc and leading up to it is like one big... Uh, it's just one big flashback because it's mm-hmm. just Bruce telling the story of the jokes and riddles to Catwoman. Yep. It's, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I got to where he just is like, he's like, I just had the cowl on for like a year. Uh, and they're calling me like the dark Knight and all this stuff. And like the, but the, but my, but like the, just basically saying like all the different nicknames and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's it's just not good. I was just like, I kind of was like partially just like, oh, let's get this over with. Yeah, uh, Tom King's run, a lot of folks didn't... Uh, the, the Rebirth era of Batman's actually been kind of divisive. Like, I know Tom King's run, uh, a lot of people didn't love necessarily. Uh, and then... Uh, James Tynan, the fourth, who's actually leaving DC pretty soon to go to a a creator-owned label. Um, But, again, very divisive. Some people really like his stuff, and then other people don't really like his stuff. Because what Tynan's been doing a lot of, I guess, I haven't gotten quite that far yet, is he's introducing a whole lot of new characters instead of playing with older characters. And yeah. uh, I guess people are getting a little bit tired of that. They're like, okay, great. Ghost maker and clown killer and whatnot. Like it kind of be nice Molly to read, like, and all those guys. Yeah. It kind of be nice to read a Riddler story. Maybe <laughs> like people, well, are they have a all, bit... well, they have fear state coming out, which is going to focus mainly on, uh, Scarecrow, and then yep. they're doing that whole "What if Batman le- drops the mantle again?" That's not confirmed yet, I don't think. But that is uh the the word in the works is they are yet again gonna have Bruce Wayne not be Batman, and I'm like, we fucking just did that. Um. 
a few years back they had uh, it was Jim Jim yeah and then a few years before that it was Dick Grayson after Bruce Wayne got zapped back in time by Grant Morrison um yeah this and- one is Lucius Fox son uh in the I am Batman comics Right, and that's already been going on. That was originally part of the future state. And I'm like, try something new. Good Lord. Like, we don't need to see another Bruce Wayne stops being Batman story. We just did this. I do. I haven't. I can't. I want to read the comic, but the biggest news out of DC Comics this week was that Tim Drake is bisexual. Yes. And I'm like, bravo. Good for you. I'm glad you brought this up because I I was going to talk about it anyway. But uh, number one, it's a bat book I didn't know existed until Tim Drake came out as bisexual in the book, which is called uh, Urban Files, Urban Legends of the Dark Knight or some freaking thing like that. Um, Yeah, really good on them for letting the writer go there, especially since... Um, and we talk about it all the time, how representation matters and male bisexuals in the LGBTQ community are like the least represented and the least, um, even among straight people, they're not really recognized. You know, there's a lot of, you're just gay, like just be gay. And there's a lot of, um... Like, obviously, straight men don't like bisexual males because they're somehow threatened by the fact that a dude could be gay or bisexual. And uh, um, so, and then again, like I said, and then also there's the whole like uh, thing with straight dudes, like, <laughs> like bisexual girls are really hot and then don't pay attention to bisexual dudes and the the lgbtq community uh has historically not really been super great to bisexual dudes either so yeah it 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 matters that that tim drake is really super uh a popular character and that's the other thing i saw someone i was i tried not to read a lot of comments about it because i knew they would be a lot of gross stuff about it yeah and one guy i did see was like well, how come it's got to be Tim? Like, how come they couldn't make Signal bisexual? And I didn't get into it with him, but my immediate thought was, because nobody gives a fuck if it's Signal. Like, Signal was a failed experiment for them. They were like, what if it's Robin, but not Robin? Yeah, and that character, number one, it's hard to make a new character and make a new character that lasts. Tim Drake isn't new anymore he's like 30 years old and people like tim so it's important that it's tim like it's important that it's a character that people like and then the other thing i saw was (laughs) well it can't be tim he was established as straight and i was like uh, no, Tim was established as dating women, yeah. but a bisexual person would date women. <laughs> like, just because you've... Ne- Shocker. And then, what was the, the last one I saw was, well, how, co- how come it's now after like 30 years? And I'm like, because... Back then, a- everyone hated it, would have hated it, and... Would have shunned it for the for the worst reasons. Because, Once upon a time, yeah. they wouldn't have been able to do it. Yeah. Like, number one. Number two, like, sometimes people find out new things about their sexuality later in life. Like, the issue was not Tim saying, I, I read the panels. People posted them all. It, it wasn't Tim being like, I'm bisexual and I've always been bisexual. It was Tim realizing for maybe the first time that he had a crush on a guy yeah and was like i don't know and like the dialogue specifically is like i don't really know what this is but i'd like to know what it is so do you want to go on a date like yeah. that's great <laughs> i love it so much i love it a lot i mean 
Anyone who's ever turned anyone who's ever heard me talk about how much I would slob on Chris Hemsworth's <laughs> dick shouldn't be surprised that like I'm all for Tim Drake being a bisexual. So mm, Chris Hemsworth. Totally. But I yeah, still so I still remember that was you my, and I yeah. I remember <laughs> That was you my soapbox. Yeah. I remember you and I uh watching the Thor of the Dark World in a theater full of people and when Chris Hemsworth took our, he took his shirt off you and I are just both like mm, yes <laughs> yep yeah so uh, yeah good on them for for doing that good on them for having the uh, intestinal fortitude not just to I mean obviously DC has been doing a lot over the years with I mean they made Alan Scott gay they have um uh Renee Montoya and um uh, the woman who is Batwoman, Kate Kane, they're lesbians and everything. Uh, Harley and Ivy are yeah. obviously both very bisexual. <laughs> um, but this is their, their, fir- and I heard somebody else say it today and I wholeheartedly agree. I can't wait till a time when this is not news. Like it's like, this is just it, a normal thing. Just a thing because that's in life, it's just a thing. So, in movies and TV shows and everything, it should just be a thing, like not news. I it's it's funny how this is more of a thing, but John Constantine's ex being King Shark is just like, yeah, this is normal. Well, oh, that's that's the thing, the uh, and that's the other thing is maybe it's just because Constantine is sort of an on the I mean because Constantine's always been not always maybe but Constantine and Deadpool are both uh pansexual characters yes. that will fuck anything and everyone <laughs> <laughs> but maybe it, it's a big deal because it's Robin you know what I mean yeah. um it's a mainstay character uh like no matter how you cut it Constantine and Deadpool are more bc rated up until mm-hmm. recently they're fringe characters yeah they're fringe characters you and have they're the char- weird characters yeah. too they're not like the normal cutting you know cutting edge or not cutting edge but they're not like the quote-unquote normal characters yeah they're the characters that do weird off the wall things which yeah. being bisexual isn't weird and off the wall but people are wouldn't like, expect okay. that much from that. They'd be like, "Oh, okay, whatever." Sure. Where you have a Robin, like a mainstay mm-hmm. character for over fifty years, and one of them comes out to be bisexual, and it's extremely important because mm-hmm. of that reason. It's someone who yep. we see so often, and how we've associated yep. in mostly heterosexual norms over the course of all these years. Yep. That it's a gr- it's breath of fresh air, and it's extreme. It is an important fe- feature to have. That being able to like, hey, gotta start blurring the line somewhere. So yep. keep do it, do it up, do it up. I agree. So that was our soapbox. My soapbox, your soapbox, our soapbox. <laughs> we love our soapbox. Ah, true. Even better if it was full of dicks. I mean, um... (laughs) (laughs) I I was thinking about Peacemaker today, actually, (laughs) and making myself laugh. Not because of the dicks line, but because of the, The it's not a toilet seat, it's a shining beacon of freedom! (laughs) I still think the starfish butthole one is still my favorite. (laughs) That one was so good, too. Starfish is a slang for butthole. Will that be important? (laughs) So, (laughs) I want to to water. No. No. (laughs) So, I do want to tell you about two things I watched this week that I thought were really good. One of them is one you have seen, and the other one is one you haven't. So, I want to tell you. I watched... Uh, I'll get the one you've seen out of the way. I watched uh, that movie Porno. <laughs> um, I liked it. It it's was good, weird. isn't it? It's yeah, weird. It, it's a weird movie. I really liked it. Um, it uh, the premise for anybody that doesn't know is 
four very religious, very sexually repressed teens and like a uh, straight edge dude who work in a movie theater uh, find this hidden room in a basement that has a uh, movie that unleashes a succubus that tries to seduce them to take their souls it's it's so great because it's just their ball the guy's dicks just explode the guy's ball she exploded my nuts yeah just like i said it's so great that scene is and not only does she do it but they graphically show you his exploded nuts as the other dude performs first aid on him it's so funny <laughs> i liked uh that it literally opens with those two dudes like peeping in a couple's window as they're fucking and the whole movie you think that this one guy is like this secret super pervert who got caught peeping and really the only reason he got peeping is because his buddy talked him into it and he's like no it's me i'm the pervert i have to rescue him because he went to jail or whatever it was he went to yeah i have to rewatch that movie like that thing was so utterly ridiculous and i loved every moment of it it really was uh the other one i watched that i mentioned last episode that i was gonna check out is i watched this movie uh it's a shutter exclusive uh oh you watched the mortuary collection i watched the mortuary collection which is and it's good like it's not um it's not quite trick-or-treat awesome but it's really good uh it stars clancy brown who plays this creepy old dude who runs a mortuary and i'm not um and it is a uh anthology film and basically uh the framing device is the beginning is Clancy Brown's character is holding a memorial service for a, a child who died. And, um, uh, afterwards a girl comes in like a teenage girl or late teens, early twenties girl comes in and says she's interested in the help wanted sign that his character has outside. And he's like, well, I don't think you're ready for it. And she's like, maybe, you know, and she notices he has a lot of books around and he tells her basically, you know, these are the stories of how people died. And he starts telling her the stories. So there's like a story about, and I'm not going to spoil any of them because some of them have like twists. Um, but there's like a story watching them at some point. Yeah, but there's like a, a good story about like a, a dude whose wife is sick and dying and. Uh, there's another really good story uh, about um, like uh, uh, it's kind of a weird one and it's kind of a short one, but I liked it about a woman that is like a thief at a party. Um, and there's a couple th- like I said, there's a couple other things that I don't want to give away because there is kind of a neat twist in there that it, maybe I'm a sucker for this kind of thing, but I didn't see it coming and I, right. I liked it. So yeah. Cool. Good to know. I, need to I re- recommend it. I need to just go ahead, shut up and just re restart my shutter. Well, I actually ended up, I've been subscribed to shutter before I use it for, uh, through Amazon prime. Yeah. Uh, cause it's one of the channels you can get an add on. And I was like, well, I'm going to resubscribe, but the thing with using Amazon Prime, I don't know if anybody's realized this, sometimes after a certain amount of time has gone by, you get to start another free trial. So I actually have seven days of Shutter free. And so I've been uh, also watching the second season of Creepshow. I still haven't watched that. Mm-hmm. It's a mixed bag so far. I, I've seen the first episode where the kid... Uh, like he, his, he loses his mom. So he, Oh, model child. Yeah. That Mm -hmm. I saw that episode and I wasn't extremely impressed with it. I liked model child. The one I liked better and it's my favorite one so far is, uh, public television of the dead. 
Yeah, the Necronomicon. Uh, the one with the Necronomicon, Ted Raimi is a yeah. guest star, and like it's basically just a mashup of PBS and the Evil Dead. Yeah, I was like, that's it's... a that was a that's the only episode I saw, so and I was like, good. this is pretty cool, but yeah, I like that one way more. <laughs> so good and there's like a dude that is just bob ross that is like one of the main characters of that episode it's so he good. also is just like he's then he just goes full like military when mm-hmm. the and, and well because bob ross to, was actually yeah. in the military so could you imagine hit bob ross like coming at you talking about fluffy clouds or whatever it's like a fluffy grenade there's a happy little <laughs> grenade <laughs> so yeah i've been doing that um yeah um, I finally watched, I, we've talked about it, I don't know, on the podcast, uh, but I know we talked about it multiple times, but I finally watched uh, that 1970s King Kong. Oh yeah, you told me, because uh, you texted me. <laughs> I didn't know what you were watching, you texted me randomly, man. It's always weird in a movie when, like, a girl is half-drowned and then the bunch of the people on the ship that rescued her are just standing around her half-drowned body ogling her. And yeah, I was like, it's... what the fuck are you watching? Yeah, they do, they do the whole bit where they're like, okay, it's a crew, we're going to, we're going to this island and uh, we're going to... We're going to find stuff. And they're like on the way to the island and they come across the main girl. Her name's Dwan. D-W-A-N. Played by Jessica Lang. Dwan? Yeah. Not Dawn? Not Dawn. Dwan. Uh, oh my I guess God. she was like there to film a movie or something and everything blew up. She's nuts in this film. Like it makes, she makes no sense like what is going on. Um. But they find her and they bring her on board and she's like unconscious. So they put her down in a bed and like, and this guy just starts undressing her and they're like, what are you doing? He's like, well, I have to make sure she's like, you know, uninjured. I'm like, it was so skeevy. And it's just all these guys just keep crowding around like and flirting mm-hmm. with her. Well, it's just insane. And also has a very young Jeff Bridges. <laughs> Interesting. But there's like the the whole thing about this is there's like the theatrical cut and the the and the t te- uh, the television cut, where the only real difference is one scene where literally Kong rips off Jessica Lange's top. It's that one is super weird. It's weird, like it's it's weird because it's not even he's ripping it off. He's like pawing at her top with a finger until mm-hmm. it like falls off and then it's like that's it that that's the big big difference but i mean different times sure yeah i guess there's a a scene kind of like what you described though in um excuse me in um superman the movie where (laughs) uh lex is trying to get the truck with the nuclear missile to stop and so they put miss tessmacher in the middle of the road in a skimpy dress with like a low-cut top and all the soldiers stop and get out and surround her and the colonel or you know the the head soldier is like well i know uh i know what i gotta do she's uh she's in distress i gotta give her a a, a vigorous chest massage and, and <laughs> mouth to mouth form a perimeter men and they all stand around in a circle facing and he's like no turn around and so it's like this dude and i'm like this is a weird choice <laughs> like, there's there's a lot of those movies that like if i go back and watch and be like they'd be like that's is a they, they had some weird choices for women back then mm-hmm. um i know uh i also saw you won't care as much as i do but I got super excited because I saw a trailer for Nicolas Cage's new film, <laughs> The P- Prisoners of Ghostland. <laughs> he must answer the phone and without even saying hello, just say, yes, I will. <laughs> the, the trailer for this is fucking hilarious. I don't know if that means the movie's going to be good or not. It comes out next month mm-hmm. on video on demand. And according to Nicolas Cage, it is the craziest film he has made to date. Um, but the main premise is he's uh, he uh, a he's uh, I guess a, a leather cowboy. 
Um, he gets picked up by Ch- uh, Bill Mosley, uh, Otis Driftwood mm-hmm. from the and uh, he and Chop Top, he, yeah, Chop Top. He and he who's the, the sheriff, I guess, of like this western town or whatever, whose daughter has been kidnapped and put in the ghost land. What's the ghost land? No idea. But there's samurai and ghosts and all this kind of stuff. And he's like, he's like, you need to go get her. And to ensure that he goes and gets her, they put this outfit on him that has five, uh, six bombs attached to him. Mm-hmm. Two at his neck, two on his wrist, two on his balls. <laughs> All right. And I'm just like, sold. Let's let's do this. I want it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, I, I just want to point out because of Nicolas Cage and whatnot. Uh, they and also uh, Green Knight, which are both films I've talked about in the past. They mm-hmm. both are going to be, I guess, video on demand. For like uh, one day, right? No, so the green the Green Knight's doing a weird experiment. It's from A twenty four. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, yep. there. So A twenty four is going to just straight video on demand, but I guess they're doing a brief window on A twenty four's website where you buy tickets on there for like a for a screening that lasts for like four, like you have a four hour window to watch this. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily sure. I think it's just a way for them to just make a little bit of money because maybe it didn't do as well as they were hoping in the theaters or yep. just trying something n- different. But it is going on video on demand, I think, the day after. Uh, and then Pig is also, I think, on video demand right now. And I'm like, I'll watch that again. That movie's uh, fucking great. Yeah, it is. It, it actually is because I know somebody else that watched it and I believe it's on um, uh, bah, 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 like Amazon. Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna watch that again because like that movie's it's the exact opposite of what I expected from Nick Cage. So hell yeah, yep, yeah. Uh, 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 you know what we haven't talked about yet is the first episode of What If. Yeah, um, I rewatched it last night. Hmm. I hate the animation style. Mm-hmm. Um, the voice acting is bizarre. But mm-hmm. I still had fun. I second everything you said. I, I, I the voice acting. Uh, I think part of why the voice acting throws me off is because I think the writing for what they're saying is pretty cheesy and bad. Dominic S- Cooper's Howard Stark was very weird for me. Howard in this is, I mean, Howard is quirky and weird in the films when we see Dominic Cooper playing him in First Avenger. He he totally is. He's not this quirky and weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it throws me off so hard. Like when they run in when the tentacle, when the tentacle monster comes through the portal and mm-hmm. it just felt so out of body. It's like, whoa, I was not ready for this. Like he... It's almost like he Christopher Walkened uh, his performance. Mm-hmm. Well, that in the one where uh, Peggy and Steve are in the diner and he's like banging on the window and everything. Yeah. Something about the dialogue. And maybe it's just because it's so rapid fire. They are treating it sort of like, uh, like a cliff the what note. if comics weren't very long they were like 20 pages yeah or something. so and it was very much like that was the thing i didn't mind about was it being like a cliff note version of what happened mm-hmm. and i do like the only voice in this whole thing that was not an original was the guy who was steve was is the guy who's doing steve rogers yes the that was uh josh um oh, i just had it up yeah, his last name is escaping me. He was Peter Parker Spider-Man in uh, Spectacular Spider-Man. He was also young Hercules in the Hercules film. Yes. Um, I actually really do like Jeffrey Wright, though, as the Watcher. I don't mm-hmm. know why. I'm just like, his voice attached to that because we haven't seen Jeffrey Wright in Marvel. Right. And I think that helped a little bit. Well, And he, and he has a nice voice, yeah, Jeffrey Wright. And... When you 
think about the watcher and then you hear jeffrey you're like okay yeah that actually fits really well like that's what the watcher would sound like yeah, yeah. um but i mean it's it was fine i'm it's i feel like this is going to be one of those series where i'm going to watch the whole thing mm-hmm. but there are only but i'm more excited about certain episodes versus others cuz the second episode this is, week is what if T'Challa was Star-Lord? Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm more interested right now. I think the only one that's really sparked my attention is the zombies one. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But that's I did way like, late. Yeah, I did like in this one, uh, I liked Steve as the... <laughs> what the Hydra they call Stomper. Him? The Hydra Stomper. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was pretty awesome. But we and, can agree, buff, buff, uh, Carter, just animated, uh, animated buff Haley Atwell, very, yes. very hot. <laughs> Step on me, queen. I mean, what? Yes, what? <laughs> totally. Uh, so yeah, what if? Uh, I. Yeah, I don't have too much more to say about it. It was fun to watch. The action in it was really good. I just hope that it doesn't continue to be that weird dialogue and weird voice acting because I in, wasn't super keen on that part. Do you know what the animation reminded me of? Um, hmm. For some reason, and I don't know why, but it reminded me of the movie uh, Anastasia. I haven't um, seen that in forever. Yeah, I like... I don't know if it was just because I almost wanted to make a drinking game out of how many times they could make Peggy's model do like the one eyebrow raise kind mm. of like, what, what are you talking about? What like, are you talking of, about Willis? Yeah. Like that kind of phase, but something about it made like, cause they did something different with the Anastasia film than other films. And I don't think that was Disney. It was some other company, but that's what uh, it made me fe- think was- of. Fox, I believe. Is that Fox? Meaning it is now Disney. <laughs> yeah, now it's Disney, yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm oh, I'm still going to watch it. I'm I'm curious with T'Challa being Star-Lord now. See where that goes. Yeah, I think, I think the... there's a lot of fun in the idea of T'Challa out in space. Yeah, um, but really I just want to get to the point where we have Spider-Man Zombie Hunter. That's what I want. That's just what yeah. I want. I still want those toys. I'm probably I'm probably going to end up pre-ordering. I had this we we have some other stuff to talk about, but I need to take a moment. It took me so much effort to not pre-order like a bunch of toys the other day. Mm. Like mm-hmm. I got back from work and I almost pre-ordered the South Park Stick of Truth set. Um as well as a couple movies and the what if toy lines. Wow, yeah, that is a lot. <laughs> I was just having a bad time, and I was just like, I need to feel something good. <laughs> I uh, saw today the first uh, look at a piece of merchandise from the Batman. It was on Toy News International's Facebook and Twitter. A uh, Playmates is going to put out a bat and Playmates does uh, some stuff for younger aged kids. So yeah, they have like the weird, uh, they have the Godzilla figures that are um, uh, kind of like more solid, like less articulate ones. Right. So it did surprise me, but they have a, a Batmobile with Batman coming out. Uh, And I think they're the ones that have made some of the Batman figure or not Batman figure some some uh Batmobiles that are out there right now again that are are for younger kids and I was actually surprised to see a piece of merchandise speaking for a movie that kids that, probably yeah. aren't going to see but that also used to happen a lot in the 80s I mean we were raised in the era of Terminator RoboCop Alien and Predator toys <laughs> Speaking of Batman toys, did you see NECA's new uh, gra- Batman grappling hook? Yep. Yeah, I uh, know a lot of people that are down on NECA. I know somebody that bought uh, NECA's Batman the Animated Series grapple hook, and it, like, busted. And the comments under that post when he was trying to get in touch with NECA via Twitter because they... 
getting in touch with them is is weird. Uh, yeah. I had to get in touch with NECA before, and it's weird. And it was all a whole bunch of, oh, man, NECA's such trash. Like, all their stuff breaks. And I'm like, I've never – I've had one problem with a NECA product, and that was I one time got a Joker that had uh, two – of the same foot and he didn't stand up because he had two of the same foot he had like i don't remember if it was the right or left one i can't remember but yeah i don't know it's uh right now there has been there's still a bunch of figures that neck is making that i want to get my hands on at some point i hate mm -hmm. myself for how many times i've we just got in at work the black and white king kong figure yep and I'm just like, I want it, but I'm not going to get it right now. And we have, I'm still waiting for the other two parts of the King Shark Suicide Squad pack from McFarlane. <laughs> like, oh, I want those so bad. They're I, so good. At some point, I'm going to have to come to grips with the fact that I'm never going to have everything. But that day's not today. That never stops, though. <laughs> no. Like you get, I always say I'm never gonna have all this stuff, and then I'm, I, they're like, well, I'm gonna get what I can, even though <laughs> I just had this conversation with my parents last night because we were talking, they were talking about like, so we were talking about me moving somewhere, mm -hmm. and like because I was talking about buying a bunch of stuff, and they're like, well, you gotta find a place. Have you looked around? I'm like, yep, I'm looking around, but everything's so damn expensive for moving, like. Like, I, I will probably die before I actually can display everything. <laughs> the other thing, <laughs> the other thing with everything is, it, is they keep making more of it, those bastards. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Um, funk, like, I keep, I really want uh, October to roll around just so I can get my Mandy Funko Pops. <laughs> I heard somebody, uh comparing Funko Pops to Beanie Babies the other day and in a way they're right but for me the difference between Beanie Babies and Funko Pops is I don't personally know too I know they exist but I don't personally know too many people buying Funkos in the hope of someday flipping them because the value is going to go up at this Unfortunately, point. I know too many of them. That's weird. And the value on them does go up. The bubble will burst eventually. But most of the people like you and me and our buddy Dave and all, it, pretty much everybody else I know that buys Funkos buys them because we want them and we think they're cool. I there's didn't, this, there's this I didn't know anybody... Yeah. That bought Beanie Babies because they thought they were cool. Like, people bought Beanie Babies so they could flip Beanie Babies because they thought they were going to put people through college or something. Hey, shit. I didn't buy Beanie Babies to flip them. Well, yeah, that's true. When yeah. we were little, I guess we were, I guess Beanie Babies were when we were a lot younger. So. Yeah, we were, we were, I mean, I don't know, like, I remember my mom, my, like, my mom, my sister, and I, we all have crap ton of beanie babies and we never thought any of us never thought hey this is going to be a profit mm -hmm. uh we just liked them because they were cute and fuzzy which now apparently the new thing and i'm already angry about them are these things so goddamn squish mellows i don't know what those are they're basically the new cute item which is like <sighs> and disney's already got a couple that are like Stitch and like Nightmare Before Christmas because it has to be Nightmare Before Christmas. But they're basically different sized plushies with cute faces. <sighs> and they're freaking soft and they are mad expensive. <laughs> oh, you know what? I just realized I don't know what these are, but now I recognize the word. Because Target has an exclusive one that is like a pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. I think. And our buddy Anthony is looking for one. Anthony? Yeah, Anthony wants one. Well, Anthony, I, my I think place he, I does think not have it. I think he only wants it because it's like Halloween Pump adjacent. Yeah. I don't think he's into Squishmallows. I think he wants it because it's like a pumpkin Halloween looking thing. Well, I will keep an eye out because apparently the big one around that I've been seeing is everyone wants is this is a mushroom. 
<laughs> okay. It, that's it. Yeah. There's nothing. So like it's a rare. It's a rare one. It's a mushroom, and I'm like, okay. But it's like, it's one of those conversations that's like, cool, whatever, and we can make fun of it. But it's the exact same thing that we do with pop figures. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's so, all. It's yeah. big. One thing I've realized is that it's literally all the same. Like, yeah. even even though like we all, except for like I like baseball, but for the most part, when we're like sports, 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 when people we know talk about like football, like football is just a different type of being a nerd. <laughs> yeah, like it's just everything. It's all the same. It really is. Um. Completely changing gears because we have to talk about it because I'm excited and we can't forget about it. But because, yeah, because it came out a couple days ago, they had the trailer for season three of what we do in the shadows. (gasps) Yeah, it's coming right up. It's under a month away. I can't. I watched this. uh, I watched this one bit on YouTube off their official uh, website. Where it's just Guillermo trying to get convince everyone that they need to sell their stuff, <laughs> and and there's a rock, and Guillermo's Laszlo gives Guillermo a rock, and he's like, "It's a rock." And he's like, "It's a sex rock, used well and and verified, used for whatever erotic uh, displays as you wish." And Guillermo smells, and he's like, "What's that smell?" He's like, "You don't want to know." <laughs> Leanne and I were finishing up. Uh, season two yesterday, uh, we were rewatching it, and so we we watched the episode uh, that was the witches one, where they get <laughs> abducted by the witches because the witches want to steal uh, Nandor and uh, Laszlo's semen, and then and, they they take Colin Robinson out of pity. <laughs> uh, yes, but also uh, the part that Leanne was laughing at so hard. And I liked that she was laughing at it so hard because it is pretty funny is when the main witch uh, Laszlo finds out that the witch or uh, not uh, uh, Nadja finds out that Laszlo slept with the Lilith, the head witch. (laughs) And Lilith does the thing where she's like, well, at the time I looked just like you. And she turns into Nadia, quote unquote. And Nadia is like. You don't even look like... Like, this is a whole other person. And Laszlo goes, I'm sorry, my darling. I can't tell the difference. And Nadja's like, it's me, and it's a whole other woman. Like, the only thing is she has long, dark hair. (laughs) Like, how many women with long, dark hair have you slept with? And then he, like, points at another witch in the room. She has has long, dark hair. Did you sleep with her? And he's like, hi, Pamela. Or whatever. (laughs) And then she goes, Nandor has long, dark hair. Did you sleep with him? And he's like... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what. Laszlo's whole thing is just, I don't know what your point is, pretty much. And then at the end Leanne of the episode, when laughing. they still have boners, uh, like when Amanda and Laszlo are like, are should you we thinking finish that each other off? We should finish each other off and never tell anyone? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this it's show. So fucking funny. I'm so happy it's coming back and it's already been slated for a fourth season. I'm so glad they got a season four. Oh man! And I love I the fact that just... it looks like this season's gonna focus around the three of them fighting over the throne of the. It looks of the like tri- mostly Nandor and Nadia fighting yeah. over the throne of the Vampire Council. I will make I will make Nadia my second. <laughs> and then Cameron's oh. just giggling in the corner. <laughs> Or no, I will make Nadia my number two. Yeah, my number That's two. My number two, and then Guillermo's just laugh. Oh my god! <laughs> he like Guillermo accidentally almost kills uh, that vampire. Uh, like when they're just talking, he's like, "Yes, we get it. You have great prowess of vampire killing." <laughs> yeah. I like oh. in the uh, season two finale after. Uh, Guillermo's killed all the vampires at the vampire theater and Nandor and this is after they all reveal that they don't know uh, Guillermo's last name yeah and 
the, Nandor says, Guillermo, is there something you haven't been telling us? And Guillermo's like, my name is Guillermo de la Cruz. And Nandor just goes, we don't care what your last name is, just untie us. Yes. <laughs> but they also keep calling him Gizmo. Gizmo. Uh, oh my god. I also it's love... So and. This is why I love uh, rewatching things because this is like the third time I've watched, third or fourth time I've watched what we, and for whatever reason, the first few times I watched it, I didn't remember that they kept referring to Colin Robinson as a Dilbert looking guy. <laughs> like various characters go, like in the in the season two finale, they go. And they escaped, and we heard that they escaped with the help of a Dilbert-looking guy. <laughs> I was re—I remember rewatching the episode where Colin Robinson and Evie starts oh, uh, such start a good one. dating, but like their whole standoff in the at night where they just keep going back and forth. It's not the cancer that that'll kill you; it's all the treatments. But I can't afford the treatments because I was robbed at gunpoint. <laughs> Such a good episode. The whole show is so goddamn good. I can't wait. I love it. Funko, get on board and make some What We Do in the Shadows pops. Oh, yeah. Why aren't there What We Do in the Shadows pops? Make it happen. I want Colin Robinson in, like his like with his bright eyes when he's just draining mm-hmm. people. <laughs> yep. Uh, I like... Uh, what what's the episode where he's just going crazy like he's sitting in his chair and his eyes are blue and he's like right hey, yeah oh it's, it's <laughs> when uh they're all having a big fight in the house and he's yeah they're having a huge fight in the house uh and he's downstairs mm-hmm. uh just eating it all up yep it, <sighs> And I, it looks like the werewolves are coming back this season. And and the hat. And the hat, obviously. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, looks the, like Kristen the... Schaal is back. Kristen Schaal. Uh, I hope Mark Hamill comes back. Oh, is Jim the vampire? I want another... Well, it looks like Laszlo's new thing is he becomes like a sort of uh, um, judge. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he, he was a lawyer. Yeah, he's like a lawyer, but he's dressed as a judge. He's dressed as the judge. That's and right. It looks like, and it looks like Nandor's trying to date because he goes to a pool. <laughs> I, just, I can't wait. Oh, man. Good shit coming. <laughs> I know. Can't wait. Well, uh, let's see. We have the new What If coming. Mm-hmm. Um, Beyond that, I mean, nerd news wise, there hasn't, there's not too much happening because, yeah, because the next no. Marvel related thing after that's going to be Shang Chi. Mm-hmm. Which there's a, been a whole thing going on about Shang Chi, uh, because it's projected to not have a great opening. Well, yeah, weekend. there's. But yeah. then, what's his name? That's the, Bob Chapek, who's the head of Disney, was like, well, it's this big experiment and blah, blah, blah. And then Simu Liu, rightfully, was like, we're we're not an experiment. <laughs> like, yeah. what, are you, what are you talking about? And so that whole thing is going on. Um, other fun stuff, I might as well mention this because I don't know how many people are... Uh, listen to us and check it out, but we probably should... I, I need to start mentioning mm-hmm. it more. Um, on a, we, our website is affiliated with another group called Atomic Geekdom. Oh, uh, yep. And we're trying to revamp the site and put up more stuff, um, mm-hmm. cause we haven't in forever. Um, I yeah, have a couple, it, it, the, the writing on the site really fell to the wayside. Yeah. So I have a couple of articles coming up. Um, but if you people would go over and check out the site and tell us your thoughts and Maybe if there's things that we can talk about here on the podcast or on there, let us know. The latest thing that just went up is a good buddy of mine, uh, Dave Palmero, uh, just did um, a just did an article about uh, three uh, three female directed and driven horror flicks. Oh, nice! Um, great guy. He has a movie out uh, as well. Uh, I can't. 
Uh, he's going to kill me because I cannot remember the name of it off the top of my head. Um, oh, geez. Uh, oh, no. Hang on. I got to find it now. <laughs> he's going to kill me. Yeah. He's gonna, he's gonna hate me for this. Uh, yeah, sometimes oh, you have brain farts, buddy. You can't help yeah. it. Uh, hang on. He's a really, he, he's just like seriously. Uh, Murder Made Easy came out in 2017. Uh, great, great guy. Um, but yeah, I, I'm trying to put a little bit more in terms of article writing on there mm-hmm. uh, as well. But definitely go check it out. Um. Like I said, we're it's still kind of experimental. We are trying to like build, help build it up so we can do more stuff and get maybe film reviews and stuff before they're out. I would like yeah. to try and get some cool sponsorships, sponsorship stuff involving sponsorship. Like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so yeah, there's that. But also, uh, uh, because we are probably going to run into a little bit of a dry spell in the next couple weeks. Especially with no Rick and Morty, yeah, uh, and stuff. So if anyone, Anthony, does Anthony want to come on and talk stuff? Uh, yeah, probably. I'm talking to him tomorrow night uh, for his thing that he's doing. So, uh, yeah, I told him at some point he could come on and talk about whatever. So I'm sure he'd Hell like yeah. to come on. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, if you if you know someone who wants to come on, like if we could do good time now to start building up on. The stuff we keep talking about that we never did. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, shit Pandemic happens, and, and we keep mentioning yeah. it, and then shit, more shit happens. <laughs> yeah, it is yeah. what it is. <clears throat> yeah, good point, good point. But we, well, we always make it work. Oh hell yeah! So we'll 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 see what happens and and try our best and all that stuff. Well, there will definitely be some more comic review stuff for next week. Oh yeah! Now I'm totally. just getting, I'm just getting balls deep in Ooh. Marvel and DC's apps, uh, mainly Spider-Man and Batman. Even though I did just read the first issue that came out a couple months ago of Man Bat. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Uh, and uh, there's a digital cop, uh, digital book out about King Shark right now. That's like brand new. Oh, cool! That was like there's... a free comic book day <clears throat> title. There's a digital first series coming out soon. Uh, I don't have the date in front of me, but uh, maybe I'll start reading it. Uh, that is a Robbins series, and it does star. It is Dick Grayson, Tim Drake. Uh, I believe Jason Todd is. It's basically a book around all those characters who have been Robin. I think the main premise is Batman's miss. I think it's connected to the fear state stuff because Batman goes missing and all the Robins team up. Yeah. And so I might just for something to look into, because I haven't read anything new in so long and I've been so behind on a lot of stuff. And if this is a book, it's digital first on the DC infinite, which they have a couple of those. Now I noticed uh, DC yeah, infinite exclusive the D, the books. Joker puzzle box. Um, so I'm, I might start um, going ahead and reading some of those just to have something newer to talk about and recommend just because most of the stuff I've been reading is so old. Yeah. I've, I am currently up to date digitally with amazing Spider-Man nice um, which is just insane right it's it's the lead up into the sinister war that's now happening but because i don't want to get all the issues and stuff mm. um but it's basically wrapped around spider-man and boomerang are roommates huh. and boomerang has become like a huge thorn in kingpin's side because he has the ability to find this thing called the life tablet um, from is a that, book I haven't read in a while. <laughs> is that kind of like the tablet from the animated series? That, I think so. That because uh, that I don't think was called the Life Tablet. I think it was called something else. But in it, this, I it's called the Life Tablet. <laughs> I remember very distinctly because uh, Silvermane got turned into a child. Yeah, because he overused it or used it wrong or something like that. 
Yeah, it's the same. It's the same thing. Uh, Kingpin's trying to get it broke into a bunch of pieces, but Kingpin has some. But Boomerang uh, has the rest of it, and mm. is now risking his life for Spider-Man because everyone he's been in contact with seems to be getting hurt. So it's bo- it's like a it's Boomerang redemption kind of thing. Interesting. And then the first issue of Heroes Reborn, which I read the hard copy of the first issue back, is now on Mar- is now on Marvel. So I think that's a weekly comic. So I'm like, cool, I can finally read the rest of this. Cool. Well, then, good. Oh, one other real quick thing, and I just remembered it just now. Uh, it, but uh, it's just Danny DeVito is going to be writing a Penguin comic. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, because this this week, this past week, it was the first issue of Batman 89. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I did hear that Danny DeVito, like, it's weird how actors now are coming out of the woodwork and doing comics um because you have yeah. john wick who did john wick you have keanu reeves who d- did berserker mm-hmm. um a couple weeks ago em- amelia clark put out a book called mom which yeah i knew that was coming which yeah. i wasn't a big fan i read the first issue i wasn't a huge fan of it personally but it's just that's a me thing mm-hmm. um i know oscar isaac has a comic book coming out and then Danny DeVito. Yeah, I do think it's interesting. And I, I'm going to be curious to see what version of penguin he writes because his penguin character that he portrayed died at the end of that film. So it's not like he could write a sequel to that book. So I'd be interested to know if he's writing like a book about that version of Oswald, before the events of Batman Returns, or if he's writing like a, a different version of the Penguin entirely, so yeah, that's gonna be something to that. That's not till November though, so that comes out uh, in several months versus more recently. But I just happen to think of it because I have a uh, I have a greetings from Gotham City postcard I got from T Villain, and uh, I happen to glance up at it, and Danny DeVito's Penguin is on that postcard. So. I want I want this book to have an audio version, so I can just hear Danny DeVito just voice mm-hmm. just voicing him the whole time. An audio comic book would be weird, unless oh oh, it could be like those read along books from when you were a kid. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be oh. down with that. But it's all Danny DeVito. <laughs> Uh, we got to tweet at DC. Nobody steal this idea. I'm going to tweet. Yeah, this is fact, ours. As soon as we, before I even put this episode up, I'm going to tweet DC with this idea and you tweet them with this idea too. And then once we're, and then once I put this episode up, everybody tweet this idea at DC. Yes. It's so good. Justin, you're a genius. Hell yeah. I did it. <laughs> Kite man. <laughs> All right. That's the end of this episode. Bye everybody. Later. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment and is part of the Atomic Geekdom Network. If you have not already subscribed wherever you get your podcasts, please do so. It really helps us out. Also, what really helps us out is if you could leave us a review. We really do appreciate it. Find us online on Facebook. Just look for Two Broke Geeks. Find us on Instagram, 2BGPod, and on Twitter, at 2BGPod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com or on Twitter, at Atomic Geekdom. Thanks. Oh, it's over. It's over.